And hello, and hello, movie lovers. So tonight I am going to be reviewing a documentary film called Sex Tortion, The Hidden Pandemic Review. Well, this is actually the pandemic review, but this is a film that I feel like that needs to be discussed. This is also a documentary. And I'll be sitting down with the director on Monday at 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time to talk about this documentary film. But without further ado, let's go ahead. Let's get into this. I'm excited to talk about this film. So let's do it. And hello, movie lovers. So like I said, this is actually going to be my review for Sex Tortion. The Hidden Pandemic Documentary Review. This is also about basically an investigation into the world of online grooming and sex to uh, sex torsion at present at present day reality for one in seven children online, where human trafficking has hundreds of thousands of victims. Sex torsion victims are in the tens of millions each year. By unsealing the federal case of a Top Gun pilot with hundreds of victims and interviewing survivors and their parents, this true crime piece exposes an often overlooked crime against children, the tactics of online predators, and the voices of parents and law enforcement poised to stop online child ex exploitation in its tracks. So, with that being said, let me go on ahead and give you a couple of my thoughts here. So, when we look at online and the way that we look at online today, back whenever I was growing up, all we had was American Online. We basically had chat rooms. We basically also had um, Yahoo video game, Yahoo games and chat rooms and things like that. We didn't have what we have today where it became the web the way it is now. Basically, we have social media. We have Facebook. We have Twitter. We have Instagram. We have Snapchat. We have all these social media platforms where it's easier for kids to be exposed even more than what we what what we had back in the day of the AOL days, because like I said, in the AOL days we only had Yahoo games, we had the AOL chat rooms, we also had those things, and also two different types of things that we would be into. So therefore, kids would go ahead, go on a chat room because they actually feel safe, and therefore these predators will go ahead and try to lure the kids in because of the fact that. They want to be able to have a safe space to expose these kids so that way they can start acting like they're their friends and things like that. So when we look at this now, going into today's world and today's society and how big this is, it, here's the thing. If our parents back in the 90s or early 2000s uh, was to block, uh, do parental controls on something, it's just the computer. It's not going to be something on a mobile device like a cell phone or anything like that where we can take with us. Now, think of it like this. In the, I like how in the documentary it talks about the fact that now kids are even more in danger than we actually realized. Because now, while we're driving in our cars, they're on their cell phones. They also get exposed to other things, though, too. You have Snapchat. You have Instagram. You have Twitter. You, have, uh, you also have YouTube. You have a bunch of other things that kids can be exposed to, which is actually harder to do parental guidelines, to parental controls, to protect your kids and things like that, too, to online predators. Now, I forgot the state that this um, this actually started in, but basically a bunch of uh, the police departments, stuff like that, got together 
and they tracked this guy down through an IP address. The IP address ended up um, basically going into this uh, into the Navy. This guy was actually in a in the Navy, and he was an Air Force pilot who was actually pretending to be a teenage kid so he can lure uh, teenage girls into doing whatever he wanted them to do and also pretending to be someone of their age. So therefore it was actually easy to connect with them. Also do it. Let's say for instance that your kid is pissed off at you, for example, they're going to go on ahead and talk to that total stranger before they actually talk to you. So therefore they feel like that they're actually safe with this person. So therefore whenever they say, Oh, I'm pissed off at my mom, they'll go on ahead and say, you know what? F those parents or whatever. I'm here for you. And therefore you can gain my trust. And that's what happens. And then it goes from gaining trust to luring the kids into doing whatever they want to do, which is uh, taking nudes. Uh, this one girl exposed her breast. And a matter of fact, he, this guy actually went on ahead and was going to upload her pictures and was going to upload her pictures onto a website to where she would actually, to where she winds up being exposed. So if she didn't, if he didn't do whatever he told her to do. So therefore it came to the point where the girls started becoming more depressed. Would they even start cutting themselves? They even start doing that stuff. And it just goes to show you how much wear and tear that this person has over them because of the fact that these girls would actually feel unsafe. They would also wind up feeling like that they might be at their school and things like that. And it's just heartbreaking that this person winded up causing so much havoc, so much anxiety over it. Also, too, with the way the social media platforms are actually are today, it's actually hard to keep track of certain cases. They actually have to hire other people and other divisions to actually track down these people to, uh, to arrest them. And also, too, some cases are so big and so massive to the point that you might, they might not even get to the case or they might actually throw the case out and cover another case because of how much this actually keeps on happening. Then you also have another thing that winds up happening in this where this guy didn't just, this Navy, uh, this person in the military not only targeted this one girl, but he targeted somebody in Tokyo and the people in Tokyo were investigating uh, this and therefore once you've got the people in the States realizing, hey, look, we have the same kind of person, so therefore we need to help each other out. And next thing you know, it becomes a, like a federal case to the point where they start exposing this guy for what he is. He was a family man. He had he was uh, lived in Virginia, on Virginia Beach. He, he didn't want to be exposed, but guess what? You expose these girls to doing what you want to do. But, oh, because you're a Navy pilot, because of the fact that you didn't want – your military record to be shown and you wanted to be sponged out. Nah, man, nah, you're trash. I'm sorry. You're just human trash when it comes down to that because, Oh, it was okay for you to perfectly expose these girls and do whatever you want them to do. Oh no, because you're in the military. You don't want your family to know that what you're doing is putting these girls through these uh, horrific things. You don't want, you don't want anybody to know. I'm sorry. You're going to get exposed no matter what. And even the cops said it. He goes, I cannot sponge this. This is something that you have to do. And if you lie to me, it's going to make it 10 times worse in court because of the fact that the jury also has to listen to what you have to say. And I also have to present it to the jury, too, that you're guilty of what you're doing. So that's another thing that they wind up covering. Also, too, 
it goes also into the other stuff that I really found very interesting on how they track people's IP addresses. Things like that. They put this one cell phone in a box. And basically, if it's like password encrypted or anything like that, they put in this little box to the point where it's not exposed to any type of electronics or signals or anything like that. And it powers on, and then they're able to check and see what this person is doing. And it even shows like the, all the IP addresses that you use for your cell phone and things like that to where they can track down these predators and things like that. It's just sad that this happens to teenage girls, even to guys, though, too, even to teenage boys who actually feel like that they're actually talking to a girl and they're not. They're talking to another sexual predator. As a matter of fact, I want to go on ahead and talk about this, too, where you have this one thing that winds up happening where th this girl was not letting this guy do ha wanting to have pictures and it gets to the point where the guy says well if you don't do what i tell you to do i'm going to go on ahead and upload it to the internet then we wind up the someone winded up finding this girl and guess what she was actually on a nude site her pictures were on the new on this one sex uh site and things like that and it was just sad because of the fact this girl was so happy at one time and this guy caused so much emotional turmoil and damage to this girl to the point where she didn't sleep at night. And she was also cutting herself. And even whenever the police is looking into her investigation and they find her, it's not the happy girl that they were expecting or anything like that from what they knew of her. And then it came down to the point where her own anxieties, her own insecurities of the things that this guy was tormenting her with. It's just, it's just sad and heartbreaking to see this. Uh, happening, like I said, when it comes down to social media, when it comes down to to this kind of thing, where it's so easy for predators to, hey, how you doing, baby? Uh, where it's actually hard to be able to put a block on your kids' stuff, like how we had safety guards in the 90s and AOL days and things like that, is now a worldwide thing to where now every to where kids are even more exposed than what they are now today. And it's just heartbreaking to see that. And it was, it was, matter of fact, my wife was watching it with me. It's definitely heartbreaking to watch. And, you know, it got to the point where I actually had to pause it a few times. And my wife can't even back me up on this. We stopped it a few times because of the fact that it was so heartbreaking. It was so wrenching to see this level that the predators will actually go to, these links that these predators would go to to get what they want and then and then act like nothing has even happened happening or anything like that and if you don't do what they tell you to do they try to blackmail you and things like that also too it got to the other thing too where this other parent what um took the girl's phone away because of the fact that she was taught uh she was having this attitude problem with her with their parent her parents and stuff like that the dad was like well let me see your phone she puts up a fight with them he takes the phone and he goes, I want to see nudes. He goes, really? You want to see nudes? Okay. Well, guess what? You you know, I'm going to go on ahead and find who you are. Google is not that hard to find out or anything. So I'm going to go on ahead and I'm expose you. And then I'm, then I'm going to try and F you up pretty much. But it's just the whole fact that with the way everything is today in today's society, with the online stuff, it's hard to protect your kids from doing this. And that's what I want to do. This is about me 
trying to bring awareness into social media, into trying to protect your kids. I'm not trying to tell you what you can and shouldn't do, but I am trying to bring awareness to the fact, hey, look, we kids have cell phones now. They're in the backseat, texting, going on Snapchat, doing uh, going on Twitter, going on Instagram, even YouTube, for example. These predators will find ways to find something in common with them and try to message them, even through Facebook, to try and do whatever they want that, what your kids to do. And it's just sad to be able to see these predators cry and get over on them. And also, too, I like how they also go into the scientific facts was where teenagers' brains don't function the way that adult brains operate or anything like that either. And also, too, it even goes into the predator aspect of how the brain works, where basically you get a high from watching pornographic stuff. So therefore, you need to go ahead and get your high again, and you go through other phases of that area. And I'm not going to even tell you what those areas are, because once I tell you what those areas are, if I do, it's going to piss you off. And that's not my intent. My intent is to bring awareness into this. And this is something that really spoke to me in this documentary. And this is why I wanted to do this was to bring awareness, to make your parents aware of the fact that kids are not safe as you make it out to be. Because here's the thing. Instagram is supposed to be a safe place for kids to go to, to hang out with friends, talk and socialize with other friends. And yes, you do have mutual friends, but you have to be careful of who those mutual friends are because some of them are bots, some of them are not bots, some of them are actually predators that you don't even know about and things like that. So there's other things, ever any avenue that the predators will try and do, they'll try and make you feel like you're safe. And to me, that's that's pretty much sums up what they do. But as far as this documentary goes, things like that. I'm actually happy that I had a chance to sit down and watch this. And, you know, this is, like I said, something that needs to be told, I think. Even though it may make some people uncomfortable on this on the topic itself at hand, I just feel like me as a reviewer, me as someone that got this sent in to me to, uh, by a publicist and stuff like that, I think that it's important to bring awareness. And a matter of fact, this was actually premiered at this year's Santa Barbara International Film Festival as a part of a social justice future featured documentary tackles a disturbing yet timely subject matter and is an investigation into the world of online grooming and exploitation. And, you know, I think that that's very important for them to actually show at a film festival so that way you can bring awareness and maybe even expose this even more for people to actually see. And then, you know, you also have um, Aurora's Media also is launching a national educational screening tour to help save the next child from this fa uh, fastest growing global crime. Current breaking news on this tragic crime in recent days and include California, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Australia on CNN, ABC, ABC News, and etc. The screening tour will include Q&A with the filmmakers and expert panels and at education and prevention. So that's something that I really have to say that I'm glad that they are doing. They're bringing awareness into it, just like how I am. But yes, it is sad that this is a reality today. It's a damn shame that this is the reality that now that we live in. And I just wish that we can live in a society to where people are not creeps. And you can actually feel safe with having your kids online. 
But, you know, there's parental guidelines. There's parental ways of actually doing certain things to protect your kids through different types of, you know, parental controls and things like that. So with that being said, I think that's how I'm going to wrap up this uh, short. Well, this isn't a short film. It's like an hour, 24 minutes, I believe. But this was something that I felt was laid up on my heart for me to talk about. I hope that you guys enjoy this. I know this is a little bit more serious than what I normally do. But I think that this is something that needs to be talked about. Now, Monday, 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, I am going to be sitting down with the director of this film. And we're going to be talking a lot about this. So if you guys are interested in this interview, it's Monday, 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time. And if you have questions, comment in the comment section. That's what that's for. And ask the director certain questions that you might have and concerns that you might have for your kids. Because that's something else that I why I want to have the director here to have a one-on-one conversation. So, with that being said, guys, that's going to do it for me at Movie Lovers Night. I hope that you guys have a great, safe night, and always until next time.